Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Well, like, like you know, the rest of the guys, he's very frustrated. You know, he's a heck of a competitor, and, and uh, as are the guys in our locker room, and it stings, I man, to, to get this far. You know, sometimes the further you go, the harder it is to, to lose. And and, uh, and so it's, a, again, a learning experience for us as a as an organization. Uh, and uh, we've got to obviously get back to work here. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ross Tucker on the bet. Sean McDermott, after the Bills' loss on Championship Sunday, we are live on the Radio.com app, live on the Bet 1430 in Denver, and KCBS HD3 in Los Angeles. If you are new to the show, welcome. We are here weekdays, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 to 11 a.m. Mountain, on Twitter, at BetQLDaily, at BetQLDaily. And uh, don't forget to also subscribe to the podcast. That way you don't miss any of our great guests, like some of the guys that we've had on today, like Michael Lombardi, just spoke with Bobby Marks, uh, and of course, Jeff Davis over at Circus Sports. So a lot of great content. Uh, If you're subscribed to the podcast, you won't miss any of us. And again, on Twitter, at BetQLDaily. Yeah, there was McDermott talking about Diggs. Uh, Nice job by the Chiefs taking care of Diggs. You know he's going to get his, but he, but he only finished the game with 60-some uh, yards. And you know, along with Allen, he was he was the big explosive weapon that the Chiefs defense had to worry about. And, Ross, something that we did nail, I, I don't know when you were on the first row throughout the game if, if you were thinking about this, but we were both on Josh Allen over 31.5 rushing yards. That thing hit on the second possession of the game. Dude, I talked about that all week. And by yeah. the way, Joe, they only had one design quarterback run, mm-hmm. one quarterback power. The rest of them were scrambles. I think that's another mistake the Bills made in this game. They made a bunch of mistakes. I don't know why there weren't more design quarterback runs for Josh Allen. It's the last game, bro. Like, you can't run the ball at all. You might as well run it with your quarterback. He's by far your most effective runner. Singletary does not hit the hole. I am not a Devin Singletary. I mean, Singletary had a drop. He doesn't hit the hole hard. Not a big Devin Singletary guy anymore. I think Buffalo might even draft another running back this year with Zach Moss coming off of injury. But they needed to run Josh Allen more. I mean, they needed to run a couple more quarterback draws, quarterback powers. I was disappointed that they did not. For the two losing teams on Championship Sunday, uh, the spotlight was on their head coaches. It wasn't all the coaches. Players play, but they made a lot of glaring mistakes. And then uh, in the coaching carousel, we've been talking about the quarterback carousel, potentially, but in the head coaching carousel, there were seven openings. Six of them have been filled. The Texans, no rush now because all the jobs are filled. They're still trying to figure out what they're going to do with their head coach, Arthur Smith, to Atlanta. 
Dan Campbell to Detroit, Urban Meyer to Jacksonville, Brandon Staley to the L.A. Chargers, Robert Salah to the New York Jets, Nick Sirianni to Philadelphia, uh, Ross, the only one with any NFL head coaching experience, uh, Dan Campbell, when he was an interim down with Miami. But, uh, you know, for those new to the show, you cover the Eagles on a regular basis. You're on the pregame show on WIP, a radio.com sports station. Uh, it kind of went under the radar because we were going into the weekend right before championship Sunday. Uh, your thoughts on the Eagles hire? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm a little bit surprised in the sense that he wasn't one of the names that was initially mentioned. And I want to say, Joe, they might have interviewed like 10 guys before they interviewed Nick Sirianni. He now he did play his team did play in the wild card round. So that's a little bit different, but they might have interviewed like 10 guys before they interviewed Sirianni. The flip side is it's hard to argue with a selection when you cast as wide of a net as the Eagles did. Like when you interview as many people as they did, it's hard to say, oh, they picked the wrong. Well, I mean, they interviewed a lot of people. They chose him over a guy like Josh McDaniels, it feels like. It feels like they preferred Sirianni. And there's something with McDaniels that they felt like they were not able to get past. And I wonder if McDaniels, if if Patriots don't bounce back this year, I wonder if the shine gets off of McDaniels and he will have missed his second chance to be a head coach in the NFL. Sirianni's very well respected. You know, Joe, it actually reminds me a little bit of when the Eagles hired Doug Peterson. You know, for all those years, the Eagles had Andy Reid. And they move on from Andy Reid and they get Chip Kelly. Okay, Chip Kelly was a disaster. They move on from Chip Kelly and it was almost like they yearned for Andy Reid again. So what they do, they hired the next best thing, which was Andy Reid's offensive coordinator in Kansas City in Doug Peterson. So that made sense. And they went on to win the Super Bowl and three straight playoff berths, et cetera. It almost feels to me on some level like the Eagles have a lot of respect for Frank Reich. Carson Wentz loves Frank Reich. They obviously can't get Frank Reich to be the head coach in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. But Nick Sirianni feels like sort of the next best thing. Like if you can't get Frank Reich, get the guy that is younger than Frank Reich, that Frank Reich, when he got the Colts job, said, this is my guy. I need Sirianni from the Chargers. And he got him. It just it, There's some similarities between this hire and the Doug Peterson hire in Philadelphia. Yeah, it, it certainly sounded like they, they really trust Frank Reich, and they may have listened to Frank Reich on, on what to do with this move. So uh, near the end of the season, it felt like the narrative was, was foregone conclusion. Wentz is gone. Eagles are moving on. They benched him. And there was a weird story coming out with Doug. Well, every move they've made since, and, and there was the report about the relationship with Wentz and Peterson, and now Peterson's out. Every move they've made since, Ross, it's like screaming, uh-uh, Wentz ain't going anywhere. We've made this investment. We're going to try one more time. Well, so my question would be, how could Wentz go anywhere? Yeah. Like, Based on how he played last year, what are you going to give up to take on that contract? Not much. With, with, with everyone available or seemingly available? No. Right, not much. So then flip it on the other side. 
if you are the Eagles, you're not going to give them away. You're not going to give them away for nothing and take a big dead cap hit for nothing. So it just doesn't – it never seemed that realistic in my mind, the, the trade possibility in the first place. I, I never really thought that it was that likely to happen. And look, Wentz loves Frank Reich. Everybody knows that. So at a minimum, you got to think Frank Reich is giving Carson Wentz the thumbs up on Nick Sirianni and saying really positive things about him, which I think is a, is a real positive for Sirianni to go into that relationship with a fresh start. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So we think that the coach of, well, you got Stefanski, of course. Uh, we've seen it in recent years. The rookie head coach wins. Matt Nagy won it in 2018 with the Bears in the turnaround. I'm starting to wonder, okay, are one of these rookie coaches in 2021 and we're still waiting on one? And maybe that's your winner because until proven otherwise, the Texans head coach is going to have Deshaun Watson and, and a chance for a big turnaround in one season. And Brandon Staley with the LA Chargers, he's going to have a very talented roster and a really good quarterback. Um, we, we might be having another conversation in the offseason about one of these rookie head coaches uh, turning it around and becoming the coach of the year in 2021. Yeah, I mean, it usually is, right? I mean, it usually is. It seems like a first-time head coach that the first-time head coach that turns it around gets most of the love a lot of the time. So um, I don't really see that for the Jets or the Lions – Although the bar is so low, you never know. You know, if the Jaguars, you know, I mean, if Trevor Lawrence comes in, Joe, and plays at a really high level, I think the Jaguars and Urban Meyer, he's going to have so much hype, Urban Meyer, the whole deal. Although if Urban Meyer plays, if the Jags are winning a bunch of games, probably means Trevor Lawrence is rookie of the year. So would they give the Jags both Rookie of the Year and Coach of the Year? Maybe. Uh, our executive producer, Eli Herskovich, asks us the question, who's the next great coach in the NFL? So this kind of ties into the conversation of the rookie head coaches. You have coaches that you are really good. Okay, Most people would say, yes, Stefanski's really good. Ron Rivera was in that conversation. Well, he was already an established head coach. You could be really, really good for a long time but you're not great until you win the Super Bowl. And is how's that going to change anytime soon? I mean, with Andy Reid, as long as he has Pat Mahomes, I, I don't know that we're going to see another coach pop up and say that they're great. A lot of people thought oh, LaFleur's one of the best coaches. He's a top five coach. McDermott's a top five coach. Uh, maybe they don't feel that way anymore after this past Sunday. Well, I, I thought both teams got outcoached. Both teams. And I'm not just talking about those fourth down decisions, Joe. I thought they, I thought they got outcoached in general. I mean, 
The Bills had no answer for Travis Kelsey or Tyree Kill. None whatsoever. They didn't do the quarterback runs I talked about. I hated their play calling in the red area. Awful. Absolutely awful. And then for the Packers, I mean, even just the end of the first half, to allow Scotty Miller to score that touchdown on you, and maybe Kevin King just lost his mind. I don't know. But that felt like, to me, uh, poor coaching. Look, it's either a poor call by Pettin or poor coaching by the defensive coaches to not make sure Kevin King understands the situation and doesn't get peed over the top by Scotty Miller. I mean, that touchdown and then the Aaron Jones fumbled, that was the game. That's it. I mean, that was the game right there. Otherwise, the Packers win that football game. No doubt. So uh, we should criticize Matt LaFleur for that decision in the end. But let's not make that the focus. So Belichick and Lombardi talks about it all the time, the middle eight, and and that's what teams want. If you're going to have the ball last at the end of the first half and you're getting the ball at the second to start the second half, that's when you can flip a game on its head. And the game was decided in the middle two. The last minute of the first half and the first minute of the second half, uh, Jones Jones fumbles, and then he exits the game with an injury. And, Ross, that might be the last time we ever see Aaron Jones in a Packers uniform. Well, that's, I think, part of what Aaron Rodgers' point was after the game, mm. which is you better not think I'm coming back here next year if you're going to let a guy like this go. Corey Lindsley's a free agent, too. You know, they're Pro Bowl center, all yeah. pro center. He had an awesome year. So I think I think Rodgers is smart enough to know, wait a minute, the cap's going down. Aaron Jones is a free agent. Corey Lindsley's a free agent. They've got some other free agents there in Green Bay. And reportedly, Aaron Rodgers wants a new contract. So I think he realizes it's going to be tough for them to even field as good of a team this upcoming year as they had this past year. Do you have an answer to Eli's question? Because what I would say to him is there are many that, that wouldn't say Andy Reid goes into the great category until he gets an all-time quarterback in Pat Mahomes. Now, I would have put him there, but many would not because of game management issues in previous seasons. But the next great coach... I, I don't know that we see it because some guys that we thought were up there prove that in, in the biggest moment, they kind of turtled. Yeah, I mean, I, I still think Stefanski uh, has a great chance to be a, a great coach. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we'll see if they can bounce back. I, I still think Kyle Shanahan has an opportunity to get, you know, people talking about him like that again. Look, if they get Matt Ryan or Matthew Stafford in San Francisco, Joe, give me the over right now on the Niners season win total. Just give it to me right now. I don't care what the number is. Give me give me the over on the Niners season win total if they get a quarterback like that. Yeah, I might take them in the conference too. Represent the the NFC. You don't have to deal with as many great quarterbacks. We think we're assuming Deshaun Watson is not the NFC, but who knows? It's going to be a fun offseason to discuss. This is Joe Ostrowski and Ross Tucker. 